Can you two hear me? I can, I can hear, you. hear you. Exactly well, yeah. I think Nick's sound is off. Is this broadcasting on Facebook yet? It uh, is. No. Oh. Well, Nick's talking, but... Nick, no sound. Well, this is going well. <laughs> <laughs> this is We Are What We Overcome. This episode has been recorded remotely during the COVID-19 pandemic. What you're about to hear are the ramblings and reflections of four ordinary people, drawing on their own personal and occasionally professional experiences. These conversations are unprepared, subjective, and should not be taken as medical advice or instruction. Anyone seeking help should always carry out their own research, or better yet, speak to a professional about their circumstances. Sit back, enjoy, and remember... It's good to talk. Well, I think everyone's got enough to put up without without watching me dance to S Club Seven. That's just. <laughs> we are what we overcome. On this occasion, features musician Matt McGuinness, improviser Nick Tyler, media producer Neil Monroe, and psychotherapist Wes Evans. Hello. Ooh, How are you doing? Hi. <laughs> So what we haven't been doing is trying to sort this out for 20 minutes, have we, up to this point? No, just, definitely not. Mm. I haven't talked to you guys for, for, for weeks, um, minutes. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do an extensive test and planning earlier today to make sure it worked, only for it to fail completely, <laughs> repeatedly. Yeah, well, everything's fine. Because we were going to go live with this, but then we realised the Queen wasn't actually doing it live tonight. So we thought, well, it's, it's good for us, so we're not going to do it live either. That seems reasonable. Good reason, man. So this is the um, a live-ish edition of the We Are We Overcome podcast. Uh, we're a bunch of guys who talk about mental health and stuff and about how we feel sometimes uh, and about the stuff around us that affects us and how we affect it. Um, so we've, we've been a little while since we've met up in person, and obviously at the moment we can't meet up. Uh, so we thought we'd use the marvels of technology to facilitate uh, a kind of a live check-in uh, and just see how we're doing. Maybe as context, the reason we mm. can't meet in person, just in case this is many, many years in the future. Ooh, that's true. I never think about that. Where there is a pandemic, that is why we are not meeting in person. <laughs> Jesus, okay. that sounded much scarier when you said it like that than it has been so far. <laughs> I'm hoping two things. One is there's very few people who don't know that. Although I'm, I accept the fact we don't that know I, when it's recorded. I think there's some people now who don't know that. And there's <laughs> people that are more than anything else in the world at this point. You know that Beatles film where they all live in separate houses, but they're all together in the terrace. We've seen that. They all go in separate doors, but then they go in into one big room. I want them all now to get up from our seats and walk into Wes's kitchen, which is actually <laughs> next door there. Oh, that would be great. With a little bit of planning, we could probably arrange something that looked like that. <laughs> We have to speak to, uh, what's that lady called? The Chief Medical Officer for Scotland. She knows all about that sort of thing. Anyway. Oh, so mean, so mean. <laughs> so, I mean, so, so how are we doing, guys? Um, I guess we should we should talk about not just how we're doing, but what our current like life situation is, because that, I suspect, will be very relevant for how we're feeling and how we're dealing with this current pandemic crisis that's going on. As we, we do like this, are we doing introductions as well? Just Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's a nice idea. I'm still stuck on the idea of it being live and haven't really drifted away from that yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go for it. 
Okay, well, I'm Wes. Um, and for anybody that's not listened before and is randomly checking in now, um, I'm a psychotherapist um, and I live in Lancashire. I'm currently doing pretty well. I'm fortunate enough in that I'm not too financially affected. I know lots of people are and they're in dire situations at the minute. Uh, I'm doing all right for now. So that side of things is okay. We've just moved as well. And thankfully, all of that was completed and we got into the house before um, before these measures were put in. So I'm feeling appreciative, actually, of my situation because it could be a lot worse. So it's kind of first world problems for me. I'm just going a bit stir crazy and feeling a bit, because uh, I can't go out as much as I'd like to. <laughs> but I swiftly follow that, up, follow that up with a bit of appreciation um, because there's a lot of people really struggling right now, aren't there? Yeah, sure are. You, you weren't out for a barbecue this afternoon then. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was in the garden this afternoon. Seems to have been popular. <laughs> How about you, Matt? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Um, I'm... Uh... Probably first world problems as well. I'm, I'm not exactly. I've, I've got a few issues with the business with losing all the work. We do events, and obviously there's not many events going on. Well, there's one event going on at the moment, isn't it? Um, <laughs> and it's not very popular. Um, and so, uh, but I, uh, I just get on with it. You know, I've just there's no other option, is there? So um, I'm trying to be in that frame of mind where I'm not. It's not that important, you know. Is it, you know, in terms of the issues that I've got, if everyone's—it uh, sounds really naff, isn't it? But I, it is that time where I just think that most of the people I know in, are in pretty good health and are in a good place. So that's what I need to focus on, and, and everything else is just temporary. Um, it's very positive, man. Yeah, and I feel—I feel all right at the moment. I'm just—it's uh, weird, actually. I have maybe two minutes or three minutes a day where I suddenly grasp the enormity of the situation and think, oh my God. And then and then I um, and then I forget and I go back to the uh, not realizing that. Technology aside, Nick, how are you? Um, I'm all right. I just wonder if we are live somewhere. I don't I've got I can't find uh, it if we are. No, Who the hell knows? We're all live somewhere, aren't we? Unless we're Ooh, dead. Ooh, I'm grumpy I'm deeply annoyed now. Um, I'm all right. Um, I've been working from home for th nearly three weeks now, and I'm not really going out because I'm I got quite bad asthma, and so I'm on the list of people who shouldn't really be leaving the house. Um, so I can't go swimming or cycling in the morning. They took the swimming pool away, made me very sad. Then took my bicycle away. And I'm super sad. Um, trying to compensate for the daily exercise, which I find keeps me properly on an even keel. Uh, by like jogging on the spot with a wee fit in the morning for half an hour, which <laughs> feels like astonishingly pointless activity. But you do work up a bit of a sweat, and I guess it's for me better than watching Mr. Motivator, who I saw <laughs> a bit of today and thought I'd gone insane. Um, it's like the nineties have come back. It's not good. It's he's, he's exactly the same. His bum bag is still terrifying, uh, and he's a legend in every respect. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of work, I'm kind of cool because. We I work in publishing, so I'm working from home. Um, a few things have been put back and delayed, but we're still preparing books and still doing preparatory stuff, which is fine. Um, but frustrating that 
we're not going to see the books or hold them in our hands, which is what I really want to do. And I don't like that. Um, but it's all right, because um, during the day I am occupied. And I suspect for those who don't have anything to do during the day, that that's not great. Um, I've never been prone to boredom. There's always Lego to play with and TV to watch and stuff to do. But I'm not sure if I could fill 24-7 uh, in, the, in the same way as I can fill, I don't know, four hours of, in, a, in a day doing nonsense stuff. You don't Peculiar. go on the bike riding through choice or you don't feel comfortable going out on your bike? Or? I'm not supposed to. I'm in the high-risk group, so really not supposed to be going out and doing stuff. Yeah. supposed to be staying home. No, I'm in one of those, um, but I just... Um, <laughs> you're I'm one of those who's killing killing people. Mm. No, 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 it's not that. I mean, I'm not going out. I mean, I've, well, I've been out to get shopping uh, once every sort of eight days, maybe. Um, but the other option is to not have any food, so that's, I think that's probably higher on the agenda. Than that does fit the essential thing, yeah, for sure. I was, just, I was just thinking that on the bike, there's almost no chance of you being in contact with anyone. Well, that's what I kind of think as well, and then, and then, but then I then I go well. You can probably weasel your way out of any um, like instruction about the pandemic if you try hard enough. You're like, well, I I kind of like to do this, and I can take a diversion from my usual route to go and stroke people in the park or whatever it is that people do. <laughs> and I suspect this is where people are going. Well, I want I want to go and do exercise, so I'm going to meet up with all my mates and play football because we're doing exercise. So that's fine, right? And I think I think that's it's a kind of slippery slope to going to do whatever you want. I don't know. I look at those um, weird little frames that you're supposed to be able to put your back wheel in so you can cycle on the spot. But they, they either look really flimsy, like little death traps, or they're 400 quid. So yeah. I don't know. It's odd, though. But how are you guys are actually feeling on a day-to-day basis? What about you, Neil? What you doing? Um, since you're, in video, you're in video for a change, so yes. ignoring you would be super weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say, what about Neil? <laughs> Well, um, it, it's it, it's this thing that because um, one thing that actually has happened because of this situation is episode four got edited. Way out. So um, because I, I, I've, I've just been busy with stuff. Um, I know I am extremely privileged in that um, financially uh, I'm not getting work i have some jobs that i'm waiting for payment on um but i have no new work just work that i need to be getting i I can be getting on with and i'm lucky that i don't need a mass amount of income i'm i'm in a situation where i i am actually okay with what income i get regularly on other things and stuff like that so i'm all right and i know i'm extremely lucky i am actually trying to uh, rest as well because I know I wasn't in a hundred percent brilliant place before I wasn't able to do anything anyhow so I'm yeah I'm I'm okay and I know I'm very lucky um, I have a couple of friends who are suffering quite uh, badly stress and anxiety wise and that is partly because they suddenly have no work um, mm. so um, have that I'm currently by myself in my flat. My flatmate went and stayed with his girlfriend uh, once uh, it was basically announced that going, okay, we want people self-isolating. He has come back once and I basically went on a quick walk to the co-op and then came back in uh, after he'd left and stuff like that. I didn't disinfect everything, but yeah, 
but basically just avoiding space. And if I go out, I usually wear a mask. And uh, mm. I got some a packet of uh, rubber gloves from um, <laughs> the other day. Are they marigolds? Like proper no, 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 no. They're, they're proper small, like latex surgery gloves and stuff like mm. that. So are they black or? or no, they're it's not a variety of colours, don't you? Know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you if you want the nice purple ones, I think. Did you get them from kinklife.com? <laughs> Did you sell them from an American shipment? Because uh, they're getting really arsy about that. <laughs> Do they say NHS on the side? <laughs> but yeah, um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm good. There's bits of work. So obviously I've edited one. Po- I've actually edited two of the podcasts. We're going to put obviously the next one out uh, next month. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm currently going through recordings that we did um in edinburgh which uh as we we were discussing the other day what we'll do with and stuff like that and then lifetime away now it does i'm I'm good as a check-in i'm good i'm feeling okay i've ended up yeah i've i've ended up just doing some different things doing some reading which is helping me and stuff like that so so yeah i'm good sounds like it's the break you needed in uh, in a way yeah Yes, which makes also makes me sound like a weirdly selfish person as well. Yeah. <laughs> going, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, sorry about this situation. So, I, I think I've if been you trying to, it. I've been trying to treat this as a kind of forced slowdown, a forced recoup. Mm. Um, but at the same time, ironically, that's probably what I'm struggling with the most is is having more time. I suppose it's highlighted for me that I fill my time. Um, and now that it's a bit more difficult to do that, being confined at home, like you were saying, Nick, about there's only so long you can do certain things for. I'm so used to being busy and moving on from one thing to the other. So I suppose I'm trying to think, all right, well, it's good to slow down. It's good to reconnect with certain things. It's good to recoup a little bit. Uh, but it's difficult as well. It's difficult. It is. I found getting Disney Plus was good. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> that's a that's a beautifully timed bit of like industrial espionage, wasn't it? That was very impressive. <laughs> yeah. I, I imagine it must be ideal for anyone who's got kids. That must be fantastic. Here's a load of largely terrible programming that you can watch, and then for the adults, you got the Marvel and Star Wars. Like, yay! There's some good documentary stuff on there as well. Star Ooh, Wars. I've not looked yet. Ooh, Matthew, you will, you, will not get, you will not get invited back to the next one of these with that kind of attitude about Star Wars. I totally missed that. He was cheeking Star Wars, being a Ooh. kid's thing. Outrageous. Guess what? I've never watched any Star Wars ever. None of it. John, do you know what? I'm going to buy you a present. I, everyone knows there's only two decent Star Wars films. The rest of them are just trash. Oh, dear. Oh, this, this, this is where we lose. This is any chance of anyone watching this, Matt? <laughs> As you, as you slag off the thing that almost everybody loves in the whole world, apart from Twilight. Mm. Matt's, just say, Matt's just saying this because he's not in the same room as you, you see. He's, he's a natural this contrarian. Is, That's this the is the good thing about, about lockdown is you can, you can abuse people from a distance. You can do it safely. It is good, though, isn't it? And you do wonder if the consequences will ever catch up because we don't know if we're ever going to be released from this. And I, I suspect that's the thing that makes it more anxious than not. I think the first first week I was home working, uh, I, I'd be working away merrily, quite cheerful. They just get this wave of like unspecified anxiety from just not knowing what's going to happen in the future. 
And I know a lot of people have said it's happily replaced lots of little anxieties with one massive one, which is kind of neat. There's um, something about uh, shared anxiety as well. We're all kind of mm. thrust into this same big unknown, aren't we? Yeah. On the whole, nice we're all seem, we all seem to be saying that, you know, we're doing all right considering, but um, but we are all in this weird unknown place. And I think, I think you're right to flag up. Um, well, it's a good way to put it. This lots of little anxieties potentially being replaced by one big anxiety. Mm. I can imagine a lot of people struggling with big changes in routine. Of course, there's the financial stuff as well. But I think, I think what could massively be overlooked here is, you know, the, obviously there's the economic impact of this, people's individual financial impact, but there's psychological impact as well. Um, I expect to see a little bit of a change in outlook after all of this. I know that mine will, will have changed a little bit. Might feel a little what bit more appreciative. Uh, it's highlighted to me the importance of contact, human contact, um, how much I value my freedom of movement. Yeah, just being able to just wander out and do, to mm -hmm. pointlessly bumble around town is is something that I miss more than I thought I would. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think in that first week, I spoke to more people um, in friends and family than I had done for months previously, and got totally maxed out on contact with people. So I got, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. And so then I had a week of not really talking to anybody, and um, so trying to find a balance between those things. As I see, I see all my workmates first thing in the morning. We have like a Microsoft Teams check in for our whole team, find out what people are doing, and I find I'm I'm fading in and out of that um, because having had a whole nice day of nice peace and quiet, it's then people talking about things that I feel distance from and maybe don't care about as much as I should do, and so I'm I'm fading away from that now. I I don't know. I, I'm just aware there are things that I need to attempt to keep on top of while this is going on. One of the things I find quite reassuring is coming back to what you're saying, Wes, is that uh, any time when it does feel overwhelming, the reassuring thing is that the whole country and the whole world in the same boat, which, mm. and, and it's, in one way, it actually makes it, it, for me, it just seems to reduce the problem massively. You know, if it was mm. just me on my own or just my family, or which is us four, you'd be like, you know, more, but if you think about the lack of money, I think, well, I'm not in that bad a position. It's not great, but loads of other people are in a bad position or worse. And, you know, we're, it's that it's the true version of that we're all in it together, isn't it? Not the sort of political one that gets wielded out, but the actual mm. trauma is we are actually all in it together. You know? Yeah, and there's yeah. something I suppose there's something validating as well. It's like uh, I've, I've I've been talking a lot with people recently. It's it's okay for, to feel. A bit unnerved. It's okay to feel out of sorts. It's okay to feel off, scared, uneasy, frustrated, pissed off, whatever. There's something validating about all of this that we're in it together, and we can kind of validate each of us' experiences. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it does. I think it's been very strange watching it on Facebook because that obviously is where the entire world now is, since there is no outside world. The only world we see is Facebook, and I find I'm uh, having to unfollow more people and things than I ever have done before. Mm. Um, I come people both freaking out about a death rate or a testing limit or whatever that they have no control over, don't fully understand what either why we're doing something or what the best thing to do is, because you know, no, no one knows what the best thing to do is really. Um, although it seems likely that our half-assed government have 
not done the right thing most of the time. That was should be far from controversial. And yet people are now like, crazily in support of the government of serial and career liars who you shouldn't give money to under any circumstances. I think to be fair, Nick, you know, there, there is some due as well towards the government and people politically. Is that, you know, and, and I wish they would actually admit it. They're in a place that they, they have as little understanding as the rest of us at, at points. Mm. You know, and and, and the, so they're trying to do the best thing. The thing that I find annoying with them isn't the fact that they're making mistakes. It's the fact they never seem to just openly. And I love that just to genuinely come out and say, I don't know what's happening. We've never done this before. You know. Yeah, I would like to hear that because you know, we're all a bit freaked out. I'm quite frightened. Um, and yeah, I would like to hear that. I think, I think, I, I think you're right. I think that would be reassuring for some people. I think other people would completely lose it. Um, those who do place all their faith in our government would be wildly freaked out by that. Which, I, and I think that's probably why they don't do it. I suppose their version of their version of doing that is is by constantly describing it as unprecedented times. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hear that phrase a lot, don't you? Which is. It's kind of alluding to the fact of this has never happened before, so we don't know what the <laughs> fuck we're doing. Sorry. Yeah. Oops. The timeline was really Even good. I like the fact that when it started, they were sort of coming on, on the television, it was only, you know, maybe once a week, or and they were saying, oh, this might go on for a few weeks, and who knows? And and then it all the sort of, oh, let's cancel everything that's in March, but everything mm. in April will be fine. And then and then, you know, it's like, oh, no, we'll just have to be isolated for two weeks. It might be a week. And then, oh, it might be four weeks. Mm-hmm. And I, I, part of me thinks is that they don't know what they're doing. And then the other part of me where I think they know what they're doing is that they don't want to tell people, that, you know, it's going to be 12 weeks. And, you know, you might as well cancel everything up to, up to October because no one's going to go anywhere. Like they're softening it, softly drip feeding it into us or something. Well, I was talking mm-hmm. to my daughter tonight and she said, how long am I going to have to you know, be put with me and, and, <laughs> and yeah, that's pretty rough. <laughs> and I said, oh, well, some people say it's about three weeks and I say it's about 12 weeks or so. And she said, can we go with the three weeks for now? <laughs> <laughs> but the, 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 there is something about that though. There's, there's no point trying to plan ahead for this. Um, because we don't know if it's, if, I mean, I, I know I'm going to be in here for like the next nine weeks, no matter whether or not stuff gets relaxed because according to the guidance so far, but it could easily be until September, and and we could be facing periods of this rolling on for months. Um, well, what I have found is is for stuff that I want to do in the evening, I've stopped feeling like I need to do stuff immediately, and I've started doing things that I've never got around to doing, like washing a load of Lego. This <laughs> is <a> ridiculous activity. <laughs> um, but it's like, oh yeah, I don't I don't want to spend my I don't want to spend a regular Sunday washing Lego because well I should be doing something more useful or valuable. But now I'm going meh. This this is as good a thing to do as the next thing. I've got. I feel like I've got time again in a curious way. Sorry. You wash it in the bath, or do you wash it by sets, or just by on mats? Or well, we can talk about this at length if you like. Um, uh, we've had a couple of big modulus buildings in the kitchen for a long time because um, they're the only place that got shelves high enough. Um, but that means they've also been gathering. Kind of like oil and dust from cooking and stuff for the last few years. Oh, so I've been tricky to do, um, very hard to dry them out. But so I've dismantled them and, and then washed them. Um, and now I've moved on to washing the massive box of Lego that I nicked from a workplace a couple of years ago. Uh, and that's it's workplace. quite soothing. <laughs> what? Where were you working where there was a box of Lego? 
it was a place that I can't disclose, um, (laughs) but someone had abandoned a large box of Lego, which I uh, acquired. Um, (laughs) But it's getting clean now, and it's drying on on a radiator right over there in these lovely mesh bags. (laughs) Good activity, I recommend it. Uh, No, it's not pegged. It's it's the the, the mesh bags that they sell in Sainsbury's for fruit and veg. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. They're really good. The reusable produce bags. That's correct. Thank you for the accurate term. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, They they do very well with filled with Lego and placed on top of a radiator. So that's my life. Out of interest, have any. Because obviously, we're all in. Because where's. Are you going anywhere with your job or are you doing all your stuff remotely now? it's all remote now yeah so um i support i uh, i have a contract supporting families in manchester that remains that's slowed down a bit but uh i'm doing phone sessions telephone sessions for that and my private work has significantly reduced um but those that remain are uh by telephone or by video chat because um what i was gonna ass was obviously one thing that i was i was sort of wondering is case my mom uh lives in a very nice large house um which compared to the two bed flat that i'm currently in uh does give a lot more space i've got a cat as well so it would give more space there but at the same time that's still a journey that i have to make and the other thing is um she is uh of an age group that is of higher risk as well. So it's a case of, uh, I, I would like to go up there, but at the same time, I'm just going to have to pay, play it by ear, see whether there's any restrictions reduc- reduced. I also would have to practically go, I would have to, from my last point of contact, probably self-isolate for two weeks for safety before I went up there, because mm-hmm. I, I don't want to put her at risk. I, I was wondering if any of you guys have had situations where you're aware of other people that you know uh, friends, family, that, or, or situations where obviously you've got to go and do shopping every now and again. If there are any things you're going, I definitely won't do that, or I will consider how I do that if I have to do it. I've certainly got a bunch of friends who are in that situation, people who have maybe chosen to do lockdown in the wrong place in retrospect. You know, gone, oh, I'll be here, I'll be nearer to these people. And then, well, they're in lockdown too now, and I can't see them anyway, so I should have gone to go, go, go back with family or something. Um, no, I don't think I've got any of those personally, though. Certainly a few friends in that boat. Matt? What about you guys? No, I mean, I, everyone I know has just took the decision maybe quite early on, actually, just to isolate in a house together. And, and, and at first I was thinking, oh, that's just a bit weird, isn't it? Because they were they did all seem a bit on the ball, actually, quite really early on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're done. <laughs> yeah. And in retrospect, they were right, weren't they? You know, they were, you know, the only, the only time I'm going out, I go out once every eight days to get some food and, and I'm really careful with it. And, um, you know, I wash all the clothes when I get back and, I, you know, the whole thing, everything you can possibly do, take every precaution. Um, and that's it, you know. And I, and I know a number of people who are, who are doing the same. I guess if we could get a delivery thing from the supermarket, we wouldn't even do that, but we can't. So uh, that's that's the only thing we do, which that's it. And, and and I don't know anyone that's everyone now has taken the decision. I know some people were talking about doing moving somewhere else or doing something else, but they've all just seemed to take the decision 
wherever they are, that's where they are, and that's the end of it. Which I get completely. I've got um, a friend who uh, she went back to Italy at the very end of February, um, and uh, when um, the week before we um, went on lockdown, I was going on holiday. And I saw that she had gone online and said. I'm going to stay with my family. And this was a few days before Italy went on lockdown. This is before they spread lockdown to the entire country. And she basically went online and had posted, yeah, I'm going to stay with my family for the time being uh, uh, before coming back. And then, of course, she can't leave. But she was sort of messaging me and sort of going, this is going to be big. I can't see it not being big. And I will be honest, I was a bit sceptical. I thought, no, 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 it'll probably be fine. I suspect that we'll have to tighten things down because I wasn't realising how problem, how much of a problem it was and then uh, as the week went on because I was on holiday that week by chance in the Isle of Man as week was going on we'd come back to the hotel and we'd see the news each day and obviously it was getting a bit more strict going okay are they stretching it down came back home the next week okay it's it, they are ramping this up and then um, before the weekend before the Monday that they said we're going to start locking things down that was the point that I started going, okay, maybe this is a bit more significant. As I began to see people putting posts online or sharing posts online of doctors going, no, this is serious. I thought this was going to be fine, but I am now serving, I'm now treating young people who are not be at this category, who are fighting for their lives. And it did take me a while. And that was something that I wasn't aware of. And I listened to Radio 4 yesterday. Uh, or it may have, yeah, it was yesterday morning, there was a science programme on and they were saying back in January, they said, oh, this won't be a bit of an issue. And they admitted, yeah, we were wrong. We, we didn't do it. Was there any moment that you guys began to realise, OK, this this is a bit more significant than I thought? Or did you all think it would be serious before? I think I was a bit similar to you, actually. At first, I think I was a little bit like, mm, OK, this is there's something going down, but... It, it still felt a little bit far away. There was a point where this felt a little bit removed from me for some reason. Something happening to other people or, or elsewhere. Um, I wasn't at home at first. I was still doing some visits um, up until up until they started putting in more restrictions and things. And then I started, started to think, oh, actually, like yourself, like you just said, oh, actually. Yeah, this is getting a bit serious. Um, and it does, it just feels a bit surreal, doesn't it? I don't know about you guys, but every now and again, I'm like, oh, this is it's a bit weird. This is weird that this is happening. It's, again, it's it's new, it's early, and this has never happened in mm. in our lifetime, you know? So it's, I, I had the, very much the same experience, yeah. It's like, this is, I, I guess it's the worst possible example of, well, it's happening in other countries, so I really don't care all that much. It'll be fine yeah. here. Um, mm. You know, it happens. It in is like, a bit like it, that. It is a bit well, like, it's like that. Well, it's the thing that's started in, you know, in Asia or Africa or South America. It's so hard for it to get noticed and pay attention to in, in our public media. And so it doesn't, it doesn't enter our, our consciousness either. It was only when a couple of our friends at work um, started getting really worried and going, we don't want to come to work. We think we need to work from home. I think, that, I think until then, I really wasn't feeling it. And then, then we got sent home by work the day after with anyway. And that, 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 this new state of surreality kicked in properly. Yes, yes. You, me- you mentioned the other countries in that, because um, uh, I know 
this virus is a strain of SARS, and obviously that is in my lifetime probably the other biggest uh, SARS back in uh, the early two thousands was an example, obviously, of mm. where there was lockdown. But again, it uh, me being told, oh, it's SARS, I was sort of thinking, oh, that's that's not a major issue. And if we were to think about it, going, hang on, it shut down most of Asia, did SARS, and it killed a lot of people. It's just mm. it didn't massively affect the West. So yeah, my it didn't Western, travel, so we didn't care. Hmm. Yeah, it was my Western privilege uh, meant that I just didn't really think. And then obviously when you, when I then go back and think, well, this is a strain of SARS, I went, oh, yeah, that still killed people. It's, mm. It wasn't as virulent as this strain, but it still did I don't think some of it's down to Western privilege. I think, I think there is some of that in there. But also, you don't really generally, until it really affects you closely or... Mm. or or you know, someone tells you, or you know, someone who's in hospital mm. doesn't really hit home. You know, it it just doesn't seem. You know, it's like uh, it's like Facebook, isn't it? You know that you, you think about all these arguments are really important, but actually, if you looked at the circle of people that's important to, there's probably thirty people, you know, out of the mm. entire world who are listening, and half of them probably aren't that interested. You know, it, it is just until it really affects your bubble that it that it's. Um, that it, that it affects you. Do you know the thing that's been on my mind and I'm trying to get my head around it is I'm, I keep thinking about all the potential positives that could come out of this. You know, where uh, I think Wes talked about them before about Percy re-evaluating and stuff. And, and from my viewpoint, I was hoping that, you know, people might start looking at the, the issues with climate change and all those things. And if we can't cope with this, can you imagine the issues with climate change? And, mm. and, I, I was going to actually ask you, Matt, that because um, like uh, there's a like a, a, one article I, I shared on Facebook yesterday was like this seismologist thing going. Well, obviously since lockdown, the vibrations of the earth are considerably yeah. less because there's fewer people walking about, there's fewer cars. Obviously emissions are down because there's less driving and stuff like that. Mm, and air quality like, is good, isn't it? Yeah, and, and and obviously like there's the stories of like dolphins actually now are swimming in the canals in Venice and. and the, uh, I think some of things aren't quite accurate. Okay, go on. I, I think some of them are, but I mean, I think you just got to take a few of them with a bit of a pinch of salt. But but what, one of the things I was going to ask was sort of obviously one thing that you you always say, and I think and it's absolutely understandable, and I, I actually agree with you on it, which is being concerned about the environment as a thing that does become like a um, what's the word um, an anthropomorphic fear because it's difficult to picture the whole thing but obviously it's something that's going to affect us and future generations but the fact that this is showing that the lockdown can make changes and other than people to whom obviously are in more financial straits at the same time it is shown that there is also a positive effect coming from less human interaction with the earth as well not that it's perfect by any means but that it, it does show that the idea of people stopping doing as much stuff that's nonsense uh, that you can't stop doing as much stuff that's nonsense it is actually possible to change behavior for reasons and if for this why not for other elements of climate change albeit obviously it'd be a bit different but it's still an element of that it's going to be the same thing that you need to see a country that you know wiped off the map by the sea. I think before before that before we really care about that in the same way. 
all that yeah, just, just as just as we've needed this uh virus to kind of hit home and affect our bubble i suspect and maybe i'm being skeptical and negative about it but i just i suspect that we'd probably have to see some real environmental impact and on a big scale for people well i don't know I, on a personal talk, scale Wes, i think that's the yeah thing. on a personal mm. level yeah i think you're right matt what you said there that there's there is a bit of a thing about until it seems to affect you very directly maybe a lot of people don't take things on board but i but i mentioned it earlier i do wonder how this is going to change social consciousness if that's even a thing just social outlook you know I, i'd be surprised if the if there aren't some changes in in the way we as as a whole group of people do certain things whether that's going to spread to environmental issues neil i, I don't know i'm not sure but it's changed. It's 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 sort of accelerated how I feel about politics and about people's views and stuff. Actually, uh, in what way? Hey, eh? in what way? Well, I was sort of coming to the conclusion about you know you, you see obviously lots of people in my circle are very left wing and and even left of left wing and so left wing that they're you know completely over on the left and I get that completely and obviously I'm, I'm involved in the Green Party and there's, there's a number of people. A lot of people in that who would definitely see themselves as left wing and you know and fight the good fight and all that, which I absolutely get. But also as well, you know, the idea that we're going to change people's mind in this country to come over to my viewpoint or some of my friends' viewpoint, it's just not going to happen. And so I'm trying to stop, um, trying to stop uh, decrying people that have a different opinion to me, no matter how different it is, and try to talk to them and try to get them to change and accept the fact that. They're not going to, you know, they're not going to massively change over to what I think. But maybe if you talk to them, we can change some of the stuff that matters. And um, and so I'm starting to get a bit more like that, and, and and not listen to it. And there's quite a lot of my friends who are don't like it, don't like me being like that, and think I'm sold out or something. But I've, through all <laughs> this now, I, I I generally don't care anymore because you uh, seem a lot less provocative on Facebook, certainly. <laughs> well, it's, it's, one, it's, one thing as well. it's one thing as well because it is the thing where you have uh, anyone who decries someone directly going oh you're doing that completely wrong that's not going to convince someone it doesn't work with a child you don't turn to a child and say stop doing that and they go why and you go well just stop that's not going to stop a child having their view you do occasionally do that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> When they're, when they're about to cut off their hand by accident type thing and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah. Um, We're all guilty of it, aren't we? You know, I mean, I, I'm, uh, and I'm also I'm trying to come from the viewpoint of just trying to understand where they're coming from. It's like people were going on about, um, you know, people not taking this isolation thing seriously and, and going into the park and stuff. And so I could say that they're absolute idiots. I could use lots of other phrases. But then, you know, I'm sitting here with a garden outside and a field next to me and, I'm really privileged in that sense. And, you know, there are extremes. People go in and having a barbecue in the park, just utterly ridiculous. But, you know, it, it's you've got to try and think about what viewpoint they're coming from. And, and, and also, as well, where they are up to now, you know, and what, what's educated them up to now and what's influenced them up to now and whether they believe it. And we all... So, sorry, go on. I was going to say it sounds like a more compassionate approach. That does, Matt. 
Yeah, I'm trying to. I mean, I just, I just think, you know, that they, they're not, they're not born like that, are they? And, and, and you know, and, and if we're all influenced by each other and by Facebook and by the news and whatever else and by the, the garbage that gets spewed out by another newspaper, then other people are going to be affected that even more. So, you know, for different reasons. And, and maybe they, they uh, I mean, I saw someone the other day saying, I want to live my life. I want to, you know, who knows what's going to happen. And I'm, what's to stop me from going out and meeting some of my friends and in the park and the sun's out and stuff. And in one sense, that's completely and utterly irresponsible and the really most stupid thing to do. But you also have to think, why do they think like that? What has brought them to that point? Because if they're just to cry and get the police to lock them up, that's going nowhere, is it? You know, it's just not going to happen. Well, that would be the worst thing. We're already going to need to release most of our uh, offenders in custody because they're in hideously confined quarters with people that have got uh, the coronavirus. Yeah, 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 that's no good. Well, I, Actually, I like your compassionate we're, view. We're touching upon a lot of different issues here, and I wonder if going forward, given that we're going to be in this scenario for a while, maybe we try and check in on a more regular basis than we normally would. We used to meet up monthly or bi-monthly to record mm. episodes. Um, granted, there are a few in the bank that are yet are scheduled to come out over the next however long it takes. Um, but over this period of time, perhaps perhaps that's what we do. We could meet we could meet more regularly, but like this, uh, and 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 try and discuss in a bit further detail some of the themes that are popping up in relation to this situation that we're all in. We're talking about that a few different good. things, aren't we? Yeah. That sounds great. I mean, plus it falls into my not needing to leave the house thing, which I do <laughs> like a lot at, about this situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds really good. The videos, of so. course, will remain on the page after they've been posted. Hopefully, next time we'll get the live scenario more in check. But it will but do even, like two in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Even beyond that, the audio can be ripped and still could be used as kind of little mini episodes, couldn't they? Yeah, yeah. For sure, uh, sure. And we can release this into the feed in due course. Yeah. Along with the other and stuff. Because how is this for you? Because uh, you know, you're normally behind the scenes. Again, for anybody that's not listened before or is watching for the first yeah, so, time. Yes, so un un unless someone's come to a live recording, people, people may not have heard my voice. Like I think I'm in episode one, my voice is slightly and such, but yeah. I don't think... And uh, depending how we end up doing the Ember clips, you yes. may hear my voice in the interviews there. But um, otherwise, yeah, no, um, not really in the edits, so yes. So again, people might watch this going, "Who, who the heck is that person?" Uh, we'll go, this is Neil. This is Neil. How, how is it to be? How is it to be up front and centre, Neil? I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with it. Absolutely fine with it. So it's nice. It's nice to have you as part of the conversation. I will say this: that I've just had a message on WhatsApp. One thing that I have got now is a couple of friends who might message each other now and again now have specifically one person in my contacts list who is constantly sending me messages of just videos and going oh geez it's just spam it's literally just spam because they've got nothing yes. else to do i've had to turn off notif notifications for a few things because it's just really annoying me i just my phone's <laughs> like constantly do we um yep. should we wrap this up and then we can i think we should can i can i just mention one thing as well and such it's actually a question for matt how was your birthday because your birthday was yesterday wasn't mm. it and such 
I've refused them um, staying at my age until such a time as I can go out with friends and celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, are you leaving decorations up all the way until we can leave the house? Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, my youngest boy put them all up and um, so I'm going to have a happy birthday up to the point. When, uh, so next year's birthday will last about, the year will last about four months and this one's going to be 18 months long. <laughs> That's good, man. You know what I mean. Good solution. Okay. See ya. All right, then. Let well, us see ya in a week or so, then. Yeah, everyone yes. look after yourselves. Yes. That sounds good. Remember, stay, stay inside. Stay. Yeah. <laughs> stay home. What's the slogan? Stay home. Stay safe. Don't kill people. Save lives. I don't know. It's a, it's a yeah. terrible slogan. It's not gone at all. Yeah. Don't just, do nothing. Just stay in your house. Exhausted with some if you've been affected by anything that we've talked about tonight, that's cool. We were kind of hoping you would be. If you haven't been affected by anything tonight, then that's great too. You're probably fine. Of course, if you say you're fine, there's a good chance you aren't. So you might also have been affected. And if you've been affected before, you probably will be again. Please talk to someone. It can get better, and together we can survive. We are what we overcome. Poor little boy,